And yeah, what if I tried something like this? You know, maybe a It's a little laid back. Maybe you want something a little heavier. Uh, well, probably not heavy, but you're now listening to. Hi everyone! Welcome back to Questionable at Best. Questionable at best. It's a podcast. It's a fun time. I just made up that jingle for you guys. I'm very excited because this is a very special edition of Questionable at Best. It is not the usual. I'm not going to talk to somebody about a question. We're not going to kick it around. We're not going to get deep. We're not going to nothing. This week, you get to hear a recording of the show, Solomon and Smith Kick It!, it's a stand-up show that I run in Toronto with my BFF, Jess Solomon. You know her. You've heard her on other episodes of the podcast. So this is the show that we performed in October, and our guests that month were Jess Bouillot. Jess Bouillot. I can't say her name right, so I always get other people to say it for me. Jess Bouillot. Jess Bouillot. I'm the worst at French. I'm the absolute worst at French, and that's the main reason why I had to leave Montreal. Jess is one of our guests, Dan Bingham and Steph Tolev. You heard Steph Tolev on last week's episode, and she's going to be telling uh, one of the same stories here, but with a live audience and in a comedic fashion. If last week's episode disturbed you, and I know that it did disturb some people, if it did disturb you, uh, fast forward through that story part. By the way, guys, we're going to get to it, but a very lovely person wrote me last week with concerns about last week's episode. I'm going to address that next week. We're going to read her email or parts of it, and we're going to uh, talk about potentially problematic things that have happened on the podcast, okay? But we're not going to talk about it now because this is comedy. We're just going to get into it. We're going to have a good time. Let me also say this. You're going to be listening to an edited version of a stand-up show. I tried to edit it as seamlessly as possible, but it wasn't always easy. Uh, the show itself went about 40 minutes longer than what you're hearing here, and there were parts that weren't quite relevant. I edited my set out of it because I told like a 12-minute story that I think you guys have already heard. Plus, I mean, this thing is so long, and it's not all about me. Why don't I showcase some of my funny friends, right? But the point was this. The point was this in all of this rambling. Guys, it's comedy. Everybody has a different opinion of what is acceptable and allowed. Should you have a problem with anything in here, and I don't think you will, but should you do, email me at deanne at nomoradio.com. We can have a discussion. We can get into it. I'm always happy about that. And uh, I am actually looking forward to next week when I get to read you excerpts from our friend's email. It was very interesting, guys. In fact, I don't know. Maybe I should podcast with someone about the questions that she raised for next week. We'll see. We'll see. What else do I have to tell you about this week before we get going? I think you can pretty much just kick back and relax. If you're sad that I don't have a set in here, let me tell you this, guys. My album recording is coming up. Oh, that's right. I'm going to record an entire album of stand-up comedy for you. It's happening, guys. It's finally happening. It was going to happen earlier this year, the same exact week that my mom died. So I couldn't really do it then. But I'm going to do it in December. The album recording is going to be at Theatre St. Catherine in Montreal. If you can come, if you're in Montreal, if you know friends in Montreal, please do come. I want a really cool audience there, and I want everybody there. So it's two nights at Theatre St. Catherine, December 9th and December 10th. I will put a link for tickets on the Questionable at Best page and everywhere that I possibly can. So just look it up. Theatre St. Catherine in Montreal. Google Theatre St. Catherine. You'll find it buy some tickets, snatch them up, let's make it happen. My girlfriend, my actual girlfriend from Toronto, she will be there 
on December 10th at 10 p.m. She was going to surprise me with it. And then she realized that I don't deal well with surprises. So she's going to come and that's going to be great. And we're going to party after and you guys are invited. You're invited to the party that we have after at Theater St. Catherine, where they're probably dancing and drinking and good times and celebration. You are not invited to the party after that I will probably have privately with my girlfriend in our hotel room. Okay? I love you guys, but, you know, that was just... I, I've learned about boundaries, and I can't invite you to that, that party. Oh, speaking of my beautiful girlfriend, when am I ever going to shut up about it? Probably never. You're going to hear her giggle through most of this podcast. She was sitting very close to the microphone that we were using to record the room. We didn't especially record the audience in this one. So we just kind of got the ambient sound in the room and you will disproportionately hear her giggle. She's a lovely giggle. So enjoy it, guys. Enjoy it as much as I do. Hey, not as much as I do. Almost as much. Not as much. Who recorded this thing for us? Solomon and Smith. You know who? Paul, Paula Flalo, the same guy that produces this entire podcast. So I just want to say hey to him and thanks to him. What else? What else? What else? Oh, guys, if you're excited about this, if you like this, feel free to come out to the show in Toronto. The next one is this Monday. Oh, that's right. This Monday, November 16th. It has snuck up on us. It's at Bad Dog Theater this Monday, November 16th. I think that's everything. We have a tech. Her name's Michaela. She's really awesome. She runs the show with us. Uh, Our Karen Haynes Memorial Audience Member of the Month Appreciation Award went to Claire You could know that. She's the one whose picture you will see associated with this podcast. Good old Claire. I guess that's everything, you guys. I'll talk to you again at the end of this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Michaela's here again. How many of you were here last month? Woo! Woo! Tired, tired people. They don't have, they don't much, they're mostly vegetarians. They're kind of slow. Why don't you introduce this show while I move this table? Okay, Leanne's decorating. Guys, this is Solomon Smith Kick It. We do this every month, and uh, we've got such a great show. We've got a, a bunch of special guests here tonight. We've got Steph Tolev. We've got Dan Bingham. They're in the back. They're going to come out later. Uh, we've got Question and Answer periods where we, we talk to the comics oh, after wow. their sets. Yeah. And we've got um, an opportunity, and any of you guys could be this person this month. We've got the uh, Karen Haynes. Oh my gosh, you guys. Oh. Karen Haynes Memorial Audience Member of the, the Month. month. Um, yeah. This is our winner last month, Christine Bieri. Um, why don't you tell us a little about about Karen Haynes and why this is called the Karen Haynes Memorial? I, I don't want people to get sad award. because it's a memorial award, but she's not dead. At she's all. very much alive. <laughs> she's very much alive. She's in fact she's thriving. She's I, doing I, well. I, I, Just yeah. to say, one of you guys will win the Karen Haynes Memorial. <laughs> you are all in the running. As of right now, you are all in the running. Yeah. You're no longer because you look skeptical, and I don't appreciate that. So. <laughs> Around here this evening. Um, I like that he's just here by himself. He just came and yeah. sat in the front row. He put his stuff on one side. I like that. I like what I took from this. You guys missed this. He just he gestured to his stuff. Then he gestured to the empty chair and went. So like, you're up for anything tonight, are you not, sir? Um, anyone, would anybody like to come accompany this gentleman?
steal from. You know what I mean? You're bisexual, so you maintain a neutral scent. You know what I feel? Yeah. You know what I feel? You know what would be a good scent to have, though, for the bisexuality, I believe? Just like a gentle forest. I feel like men and women. Who doesn't like a gentle forest? Right? Like a subdued fur kind of pine thing? Right? No? I was recently in Portland. That's what's happening on the West Coast. You can for sure buy more than one kind of forest scent. And I'll see if I can source some for you. So if you come back next month, I will source you some some scent. Yes? Okay, guys, this is so exciting for you. Listen, you don't, it doesn't mean you have to get with Miles tonight. Um, but if you did in the future, like, that would be great. Um, but if it, would anybody like to come sit in the seat? It doesn't mean anything about you or if, whether or not you're going to touch Miles, Miles under his clothes. Um, I know you're not, but I am, and I'm shocked that no one's responding. Um, is there any, should I let it know before it gets... you in a minute too, you realize that, right? <laughs> okay, thanks for doing that. What's your name? Claire. Claire. Guys, round of applause to Claire. 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 I just, Claire just put her stuff under her chair, but there's a whole, he's got a whole chair for your stuff. This guy, he's figured it out. He's got a chair for a person and a chair for the stuff. Resourceful. That's it, yeah. <laughs> I don't mean to start this show creepy, but their stuff is touching you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I Okay, let me continue to be creepy. Can we just talk about how hot you look tonight? Oh, just yeah. hot. I don't look hot tonight. What I do look is I'm not wearing like the shirt that I wore last night. Your last shirt was truly horrible. It's a picture right here and the memorial award photo. Ouch. Why? I never will wear it for stand up comedy again because I wore it that time I got made fun of. I wore it another time and this woman after the show was like, I was waiting for like you to pull something out of your pocket. She had a giant pocket. A giant pocket look. The shirt definitely asked more questions than it answered. <laughs> but this, this is an outfit we all understand. I'm, I'm going to be so neutral tonight. No one's going to talk about any pockets. Nobody's going to make fun of my shirt. I'm going to just go gray and black. I think you look great. Thank uh, you. Can we talk about your sock detail? Can we talk about your hot tip for the fall? This is my hot tip. I don't know if you guys can see this, but I, uh, I roll my pants up. Like, I roll them up in the summer, and now I just kept it going since there's no snow, and I just like to show off a sock. It's, like, it's just another piece of the outfit. Like, it's another yeah. place that you can if you guys to rush it. Exactly. Yeah. I'm a fan of my ankles. It's like the, it's like my main thing. It's like, and this is what I feel like, <laughs> just because I'm a fan of my ankles. And what she wanted to say is like, it's the skinny part of my body. But then she was like, oh, no, lesbians are here, body shaming. So then, said, so then we said, it's my main thing. It's self-censoring. Don't body shame, don't body shame. No. Ask people if they like to be called he or she. Like, just what are the things that I should remember? And, and that was the thing. So, yeah. Listen, you, know, shame. you are all beautiful forests. That's how I'm referring to you. The same thing. You're all beautiful and gentle, genderless forests. With the perfect 
bodies. Can I just say something? As yes. a bisexual person, when yes. you were like, oh, I just feel like the, you know, the forest smell is like the bisexual smell. In my mind, you, you said pine, but I was like, oh, she just thinks the bisexual just smell like they just had sex. That's what it is. It's like a forest, like a dam. Oh my god. <laughs>
And this is going to be another body shaming thing. But... Your eyes are popping even more with that coat on. How beautiful did your soul look? Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm excited about the color. It's like a tobacco or like a burnt pumpkin. Tobacco, yes. Uh, I will never say that. Make you want to smoke? I don't know. Wait, can I, we can we just yeah. pause for a second? Tobacco, burnt pumpkin. You've nailed it. Can you guys shout any more colors that this coat might be? Sienna. Sienna. Blood orange. Burnt orange. Blood orange. Blood orange. Crunchy leaf. Crunchy leaf. Oh, Crunchy leaf. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag force floor. Okay. So, <laughs> please continue. So I put this coat on and I got some compliments, whatever, you guys, I think you'll appreciate it. I was at this place and um, and this uh, this guy, another person from Montreal, you guys don't know, I know you don't care about Karen Haynes, you're not going to care about this guy, Keith Waterfield, but uh, this guy, Keith Waterfield, is like, he's a very thin man and um, he wanted to try my coat on because sometimes he wears women's sizes because he's very small yes. and he put my coat on and it fit him perfectly and I like I was I think I'm so big and when he put it on and it fit him so perfectly I know this is another body shape I know I'm like, like, looking at you like why are we going down this road again <laughs> but it looks amazing on Keith and it looks you know like it just it can work on anybody is what I'm saying it's genderless Miles. Like, how about that it's genderless let's, let's chuck it on Miles and see how it looks Miles would you thank right, you guys come to us Yeah, where's the music? music. <laughs> oh. Damn! Oh my god, it works so well! He's coming out, he's gonna make some sound. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Show 
and then I just, I couldn't keep my eyes off her. I couldn't keep my eyes off her parents, you and your lady friends, and my girlfriend. So what's going on is I see this sparkly suited character just, just going at it with some chick for the entire concert, just on the floor. Just, just going for it. I didn't, I didn't even see your face. I had no idea what your whole deal was, what your gender presentation was, nothing. I just saw sparkles and tongue. And, um, but you kind of gave my girlfriend and I the permission. We were like, yeah, I guess it's the Peaches concert. <laughs> Forest floor candle. Facebook page, I get a message, which was horrifying to me at first. I get a message because I didn't know it was her, and it was like, hey, I saw you at the Peaches concert, and I was like, oh no. <laughs> like, I was not expecting to be spotted at the Peaches concert, and that could have been really horrible. Even though I was there, I just didn't expect to see people that I knew. Just, like, just watching me, like, fully make, oh, obnoxiously okay. make out with my girlfriend okay. for two hours, um, but it turned out to be the other person on the floor obnoxiously making out with someone That's for two hours. Right. It was perfect, and she's here now. She's here. She's working. Um, but so much has happened in your world. If you were, if you guys yeah. were at the last show, you remember Jess's sister was here. She was pregnant. She was very pregnant, and she had a baby. <laughs> and now I'm an aunt, so it's very cool. Uh, yeah. And uh, and I love him, and I've really been excited about him. And what's crazy is that my family is like so impressed by me, but I feel like their standards must have been so low, you know? Like, I boiled the uh, the breast pump stuff. I'm impressed. You know? But like, they were like, ooh, we don't know if we should ask her to do this. And I'm like, what, just take the pieces apart and put them in a boiling pot of water? And I, I'm like, I, I, guys, I can, I can do it. I can handle it, you know? And then they were like, Jess, you've gone above and beyond. You know? I'm like, yes. So many compliments. I feel like I feel a little bit special needs, or like I don't know what they thought I was like capable of doing. Their expectations were so low. It, it, it made me feel a little bit like um like Justin Trudeau, you know, like you know, didn't think he can do very much at all. And then he just like performed in debate. I also love right now you said they were so proud, and I thought you were gonna say like of the baby, and then you're like of me. Um, I think they were worried because I like when my sister got pregnant she had a lot of trouble she went to this acupuncturist she got pregnant like just it was almost like this miracle she did IVF didn't work she went to the acupuncturist and she got pregnant when, when my dad was sick and uh, and I was worried because I really had this feeling of like only one of these guys is going to make it oh, no. like it's going to be my dad or, this, or the oh. nephew and uh, and Spoiler alert, I was, um... It's the nephew. Rudy. <laughs> I was definitely Rudy for My dad, like, explained... I was definitely Rudy for the nephew. Can you imagine? The nephew. Definitely not the nephew. Definitely not. So I think when, I, like, when his nephew came out and I was just, like, so in love with this guy, I think they were just were, like, so worried that I'd be alone with him and be like, you killed my dad. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you feel that way a little bit. I'm more like, Dad, are you in there? <laughs> <laughs> when I have a moment alone, I'm like, oh, oh. Weird. 
They're calling him Eric Solomon, trying to get stock advice out of him. Come on, man. Exactly. He's he's so cute, though. But he, like, my sister, it's hard having, it's like, it's just a lot of crying. And uh, he's got, like, baby acne now. And my sister's like, he's got acne and he hates me. Like, he's already, like, a full-blown teenager. Three weeks old. He's three weeks old. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, he's very sweet, and it's good. Okay. It's good. My hawk senses are telling me again that things got weird when you talked about your dead dad. Yeah, yeah. Let me just say this. Guys, I'm a dead mom. People die. Put on that. Cycle of He's got a dead dad. Dad's died. Mom's died. Hey, call your parents after the show. Started, got my period. (laughs) (laughs) Swear to God, the toilet paper that's in my pants just adjusted. (laughs) It's moving around in there. If you see a lump traveling down my leg, be cool, okay? Just pretend it's not happening, alright? Oh my god. I am so happy. You don't even know how happy I am. I'm as happy as like normal people are when they give birth to their first child. That was fucking amazing. Oh, I'm in a great mood now. I'm just gonna come up here and cry uh, for seven minutes, but now I can tell jokes. I I for my period, I use a diva cup. Is it a Great. Uh, for those of you who don't know, it's a little silicone cup. You fold it, you stick it in you, it collects your blood, if you're a woman, and, uh, and then, or if you have other issues, uh, um, and then you dump the blood in, in the toilet. Uh, Cause that's what divas do, am I right? Diva cup. And I remember when I bought mine, I used to work in an office, and it comes in a pink box, and it says diva cup on it, and has flowers all over it. Cause woman, right? And it was sitting there, and my idiot boss walked over, and he was like, "What's that?" A shot glass for ladies' night? (laughs) And I was like, yes. Uh, That's exactly it. But instead of tequila, we use our blood. (laughs) Then I laughed and he did not. And uh, a month later, I was laid off. That's a true story. Here's something fun. I I recently had my first threesome. Woo! Oh yeah. yeah. 
Oh man, and within the threesome, I went down on a woman for the first time. Yeah. Oh, it was great. I uh, I had a really good time. And I have to say, as a straight woman who's received cunnilingus for years, uh, <laughs> decades really, I, um, you know, I've always thought while it's happening, hmm, this must be much harder than I think it is, based on how it's being done. <laughs> doing it myself, I discovered that it's not hard at all. Great men who I've had sex with, I don't know, soon. The other comedian and I were sitting in the corner talking about how cute you are. <laughs> Isn't that the creepiest thing you've ever heard? Um, just watching you from the corner. Okay, it made it weird. Anyway, point is, cunnilingus is easy, and um, uh, uh, really, I think that the key to it is just listening. That's it. There you go. That's if she's moaning, keep doing that. Don't just suddenly change directions for no reason. What are you doing? You're not following the wind, you know? Why have you been licking my inner thigh for 15 minutes? You are lost, sir. Cunnilingus is not choose your own adventure, all right? That is male entitlement right there. Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, alright. Well, I, um. Uh, you people are lovely. I'm not pregnant, you're laughing. I feel great. I. I'm, uh, uh, I discovered something interesting recently. I figured out how sharks have sex. Does uh, anybody know? Perfect. I, um. Get ready. So, the male shark bites the female shark because uh, he doesn't have any limbs in order to bring her closer closer so he can penetrate her and uh, through evolution the female shark has developed thicker skin for this purpose and when I heard that I was like <laughs> this is so typical you know <laughs> Baby, is it typical? Like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, it hurts you? Well, that's a, I'll just keep doing what I'm doing. You know, why is a woman always changing to accommodate a man's needs, you know? Like, what, male sharks? You couldn't grow an arm so you could hold her? <laughs> the mic is cracking, I'm sorry. I, uh, but I'm just so, I was like, I, was, I just... I was so frustrated by it. And then I also learned that male sharks have tongues, but they don't use them for anything. <laughs> Typical, am I right? What are you doing, male sharks? Get your act together. Also, male sharks love Entourage, uh, apparently, as well. It's their favorite show. Round of applause for Jen!
Your next act is full of love and light. Please welcome Dan Bam! Love for sure, but light? Oh, man. That's awesome. That's great, though. Love and light. Love and light. It might not be funny, but it's going to be affectionate and bright in here. Let's Hugs and flashlights tonight, everybody. Damn man. I don't even I don't even know how I'm feeling to be honest. It's been a weird day. I almost couldn't come to the show tonight. Uh, I almost didn't make it. I mean, I was booked on the show, but then uh, all of a sudden, uh, my agent called me today and she's like, "Dan, you booked a part on the show Quantico." Uh, <laughs> one woo. That's actually how many woos that show deserves. Uh, and here's the thing: is you think. You think you don't give a shit about getting a part on Quantico <laughs> until your agent is like, hey, you got a part on Quantico. Then all of a sudden, oh, fuck, yes. I'm going to be on Quantico. I should probably watch that show. <laughs> so I did. I watched an episode today. Um, and, and then she goes, okay, all we need is a network approval. You've got it. <laughs> You've got it. We're just waiting for the network to say you have it. So that's what I did today. And, well, I'm here. I'm here tonight. So you know the network <laughs> did not get network approval, folks. Uh, you, ever, you ever been rejected by a network? Yes! <laughs> have you? Yeah. It's like CTV. The, the casting director was like, yeah, we like him. The director was like, yeah, we like him. CTV's like, no. <laughs> We don't like so, uh, so yeah, got rejected by a network. That was today. That's, uh, <laughs> and uh, but it's okay. You know, I I, I I can deal with rejection, folks. I, I'm not new to it. I was I was adopted. Yeah. Was the first woman I ever met on this planet. Was like, yeah, I don't think this is gonna work out. The it's not you, it's me speech at age zero. That's not It's that early to hear those words. Uh, I actually, I got rejected once by a girl because I wasn't a horse. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> Please go on. No, that's the end of the story. That's it. Uh, you're not a horse. This is over. Um, but no, I uh, I was dating a girl. She was a, a horseback riding instructor, and uh, and for some strange reason, whenever I would tell guys that I was dating a horseback rider, they always said the same shit to me. They're like, "Nice." But things are really wild in the sack. Oh yeah, it was a fucking rodeo in there. Well, for me, anyhow. <laughs> for her, not so much. I mean, she's used to riding these 900-pound animals that buck, gallop, jump over fences. Yeah, all I had to offer was this. 
That's my big move right there. Never won a blue ribbon doing this. I apologize, sir. This is nothing personal. Uh, sex had to be frustrating for her, you know? That's like, that's like taking a race car driver and putting her behind the wheel of a Zamboni. It was, uh, I mean, it was intimidating for me, you know, because when she was on top, holy fuck. <laughs> she was riding like there's money on us at the off tracks. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm on the bottom, worried that if I suddenly get a leg cramp or something, yeah, she's going to shoot me in the head. It was the only rodeo on the planet where the bottom part has to last eight seconds. Uh... <laughs> mm. <laughs> so, I, uh, I heard this commercial on the radio recently um, advertising for Trojan condoms. And it ended with the slogan, Trojan condoms, protection you can trust. Really? How the fuck did this ever happen? Like, at what point in history did the Trojans... Right? Like, when did they become so trustworthy for protection? Troy got sacked. Burned to the ground. The Trojans couldn't protect their own city from 40 Greeks hiding in a wooden horse. So I think they should change their slogan from protection you can trust to Trojan condoms. If the Greeks penetrate you, it's gonna burn. You wanted to say something. You don't find what? I don't find dental Oh, dental dams. Right. Yeah, what, what section is that in? No kidding. Like, how do you... And, have you ever asked? You know what you gotta... You gotta walk in and go, Excuse me. Like the patriarchy. Apparently I missed a few things. Uh, show me to the dental dams. Yeah, I, don't know, I don't even know where the fucking condoms are either. Like, I don't, like, every, I remember, I remember my first time, I remember my first time uh, trying to find condoms. Like, I walked in, and, uh, you know, and I had no idea where they were. You know, I don't know what section. I was 14, by the way. Uh, that's very fucking young. Uh, but, uh, yeah, get, just don't even, <laughs> you don't want to hear this. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, I don't, now, I, this is, I don't have enough time to get into the fucking how I got arrested for shoplifting condom story. Uh, but it happened. The first time, the first time I was ever going to have sex, um, instead of having sex, I got arrested for shoplifting condoms. Like, a lot of guys, the first time they do it, they miss the target. But I think I broke some kind of record that day. Because, because while her vagina was here... My penis was in jail. And I was like, 
But um, speaking of naming prophylactics after uh, ancient civilizations, uh, you know, I can't believe no one ever named a diaphragm after the Spartans. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's a thin layer of defense protecting a narrow passage for millions of enemy soldiers. Spartan diaphragms. Useless against attacks from behind. It's a complicated bum sex joke. That's my minor in classics going to good use. Your next act is full of love and light. She looks amazing tonight. It's Jess. It's Jess. Ah, thank you. Uh, I recently learned the slang word uh, in Quebecois French for penis, and it really blew my mind. Do you guys know what it is? Graine. Graine. They call it a graine. Guys, do you know what that means? A grain. It's like literally the smallest unit of measurement that you can see with a human eye without the help of a microscope. It's like, it's such a crazy thing. Like, why would you call it a grain? They could have picked anything. It's a slang word. It could have been anything. Like, like if I had a penis, I would call it Dick Cheney. Because I'd shoot all my friends in the face. Best friend the gold, like big guy, and they call their dick again. It really, it really bought, it really blew my mind. I'm like, how confident are Quebecois guys that they call their dick again and think they can have their own country? <laughs> guys, I got married recently. before and it's just not it's like my jokes um i do it all the time all the time uh, it's exciting i'm I'm, uh, I'm jewish my wife is palestinian it was a tiny wedding you guys uh, just noam chomsky and the bds movement yeah! <laughs> our big dream is to move to new york we want to move to new york and um and, and we went to see this lawyer, and the lawyer was like, I just have to ask you guys, is this a marriage of convenience? And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> You got me, lady. My big plan to move to America is to marry a Canadian-Palestinian woman. You know, hop right over that border. <laughs> Alienate both of our families. It's literally the most convenient thing I have ever done. <laughs> the night that we got together, um, that we got busy or whatever in bed, I don't know why I'm so weird about this, uh, just whatever, we were getting undressed, it was the first time, and, uh, and my now wife, she says to me, she goes, um, you might see something you don't like. And I was like, uh, like, like, did you not wax? Like, what? <laughs> like, I haven't either, this is like 50% of the reason we're doing this, we're both girls, it's not a big deal, like, it's no problem, like, what is it? Like, do you have a penis? That would be amazing. Uh, <laughs> and uh, she's like, no, I, I have a tattoo. And I was like, oh, 
Is it a swastika? <laughs> and she was like, no, it's the map of Israel, and it says Palestine on top of it in Hebrew letters. And I was like, ooh, maybe we could cover that up with a swastika. <laughs> to um, try something new, keep it spicy. Um, we did role play, whatever, you guys are familiar. Miles, <laughs> Miles knows about this. Have you ever done, uh, we did something basic. We did uh, masseuse and client. No, you haven't, you've done it. Claire, yeah, done and done. It's like, it's like step one, it's like not a big deal. The only problem for us is that my wife doesn't have like a lot of acting range. It's a 12 step. It is a <laughs> to get out of it or uh, to get into it. I feel like it maybe helps if you're like both capable of acting a little bit. You know what I think that that adds something to it. And my wife only knows how to be the bitchy version of like whatever the character. <laughs> so she was the client. I was in the suit. She lay down on the bed. No big deal. I walk out. I close the door. I got into character. I was uh, I was uh, Helga. <laughs> from Scandinavia, you know, tissue specialist, made a mean meatballs, you know, to jump into the Baltic Sea in January on the dare. I did that. That was who I was. I knew I was doing my character. I walked in. I was like, Elga, hello, I'm <laughs> And my wife turned around and she was like, oh, I'm sorry, I ordered a man. <laughs> because I'm very happy that it's over and uh, I, I'm pleased uh, that like as a country and we had done this in Quebec but that as a country we rejected the whole idea of like telling people what they can and can't wear like specifically the kneecap like you know what I'm glad because I feel like you can't make laws based on like things that make you uncomfortable you know like um, that's what you just you just deal with discomfort in democracy you just deal with your discomfort you know yeah like, I, I think people should wear whatever they want. I get the discomfort around the kneecap. Like, um, I'll say that I, I got more and more comfortable with it um, the more uh, Stephen Harper talked about banning it. <laughs> that happened to me. But the way that I deal with my discomfort is, like, if I see one of these ladies, it doesn't happen very often. What I like to do is I just smile, like, really broadly, you know, just really broadly and awkwardly. <laughs> just to let them know I'm super cool. Like, I'm super cool. <laughs> escape their oppression if they have I know this is probably your own choice, but here are the completed works of Gloria Steinem, just in case. You go, girl! Seriously, blink twice if you want to get out of here. Let me know. Where do you get your self-esteem when people can't compliment your ass? Tell me your secrets. But I just that like when the, when the conservatives started talking about it, when Harper started talking about it, like we need to protect women, then we need to like ban the kneecap because we need to protect women. I was like, well, if we need to ban the kneecap to protect women, we should also ban women from dating NFL players. <laughs> 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 I should have left earlier. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, 
coming, we have today a very special guest, a good friend of both of ours. She uh, was a serious XM top comic finalist. She's hilarious. Guys, give it up huge for Renaissance over here? Not at all. Renaissance, I called it? Seance, I think I meant to say. Renaissance came out. Stupid, I am. I don't read, I don't know verbs, I'm a dummy, I don't know. I'm a dumb idiot, that's a real thing. Hi, we're good? We got yippity doo da days up here. Thank God you guys are sitting together, a couple of yap fests, I like it. Yipping over here, yipping over there. What's happening? It's a weird thing. I like it. I'll say some things that'll make you not want to yip, make you want to gag, and I don't care. Um, oh my gosh, what a day. What a time, right? I don't even know what that means. You don't, you don't, you don't have to do everything. You don't. You don't have to. You've done enough. You've said enough for everybody this evening. You are cute though, now that I can see the front. Um, the side is creepy, I was like, yeah, look at her from the side, it's nice. No, you are very tall. You guys together? Okay. Okay, well then. I like it. I'm meeting up with, uh, I got a sex date at 1.30 a.m. tonight. Whatever, fine. And I'm drinking way too much wine now. So like, put it in a bottle. It's happened before. It'll happen again. Um, you get loose. You like put it in his dick. Uh, no, you know what it's in. You know what it's in. You definitely know. I feel that gross. So gross. Very gross. Um, you guys, <laughs> you guys, Halloween peeps, you dressing up this weekend or what? Six of you, the rest of you are like, fuck that, we're too old. That's fine. I don't dress up anymore. Um, I dress up like a man every year, and it's really good. It's really dead on. I love it so much. Uh, two years ago, I dressed up like Jon Snow. You're on the hair. I put mascara on my face. I was like, what's that beard? I'm like, red from the store. It's like your face. Um, it's fine. It's look very realistic. Uh, so I'm at this party online and there's this girl talking to me. She's like, oh, John. I'm like, I can't do girls' voices also. It's very hard for me to hit that octave. Um, she's like, oh, John. I'm like, well, John Snow's John Snow. I don't know what John Snow says, so I just kept saying John Snow for an entire two hours. We're going, John Snow, John Snow. I said nothing else. But she seemed to really enjoy the combo. So she hung out all night. It's like three in the morning. She's like, John, you're coming home with me. And I'm like, John. No, I don't think I should do that. Come back to your husband, like, I'm so sorry, the wolves took it. You're right. It's a fresh wound. Period joke, guys. Suck it up. Take it. Um, last year, I dressed up like Hulk Hogan. Again, very realistic. Uh, really into it. Full handlebar. It was a very good costume. And um, I'll tell you one thing nobody wants to fuck Hulk Hogan at the end of the night. Sure, sure. Really? Okay, I'll, I'll go now. So I bite tone crying into my handlebar mustache reel. And, uh, I do a red light. And I'm wearing the Hulk short, so I look like a woman from the side. And uh, this like, pervert that like duffed in the blue is like, hey. I'm like, fuck off. I hate this guy. So I'm not looking. He's like, yeah, yeah. So I just turn slowly and I go, oh, brother. He's like, Jesus. 
you so much, Dad. Poor guy. Poor, poor man. Um, I, um, so I bike. Is it a, a serious cycle? Oh, yeah, okay. Um, I feel like I avoid perverts when I bike. Uh, turns out, no, they're, they're on bikes, too. Um, so I was biking across the Broadway. I live, like, pretty far in East York, so I, uh, I bike downtown. So I was biking across the Broadway Bridge two days ago. And I see this other biker, and I'm like, okay, we're going to look across the nod, and we're biking. <laughs> uh, no, no, that's not what happened. So I was biking, and I look over, and he goes, really? I should have went, I really want to go, you know what? Yeah, right now. Come over here right fucking now. I've been biking for 45 minutes. I can't feel a fucking thing down there. It's like three raisins in a fucking tub. Yeah, fucking eat me out right Seven years, and it was really bad at going downtown. He every time he went down, this is so embarrassing. He'd go like he was going up in the water for a while. He was looking for a couple pebbles at the bottom of the ocean. Like, what is going on right now? And then, like, then he'd be like, "Dad, like, put a fucking snorkel in. Like, what is happening?" And he'd be down there, and he'd like look at me the whole time, and he'd come up and go. I forget every winter. My second year, right? I forget winter's coming. Um, I forget every year that um, it hurts more to almost slip on the ice than it does to actually slip on the ice. There's like a patch, and you're like, "Whoa!" And you're doing a move with your body you've never done in your entire life. So like last winter, I was on this patch, and I was like, "Not today, Susan." Very confusing. I was like, I pulled something in my lower back. So for two and a half weeks, I was just shuffling around Toronto, like an old Portuguese woman, like pushing a rickety cart. What happened in my life right now? Arguing flyers at no frills. Who am I? What is this? Have you seen a Portuguese calf before? Jesus Christ. Those things are weather. Good God. You've seen wars. Christ. I have a couple of gross stories that I just kind of recently want to tell them. Can I? Yes! Sure. Yes. Do it. I'm going to Yatville. Thank you. Thank you. Right? Do it. I'm doing it. Oh my, what is happening right now? Do I have to fucking double team beat up both of you? Because I can take both of you for sure. I'm not going to lie. I play as a real football. And don't look at me like that. I can play as a real football. Yeah, I knew it. Um, so I'm on Tinder. No, 
was asking who anybody else was. That was the point. Nobody? Yeah. Okay, a couple, couple losers. Great. Um, no, me too. I, I'm there. Uh, here's a little tip. Tippity top, tippity two. Don't go on a date with somebody on Tinder who's wearing sunglasses in every photo. Because um, that means they have bad eyes. Very, very bad, very small, very close, very dry eyes. Uh, bad eyes. So, I'm walking around, I hate this idiot. I'm like, I don't want to do this right now. Also, no lips. No eyes, no lips. Very dry, the no lip on top or bottom. I'm like, how do you eat? How do you do with your face? Put your face in a tub for a couple minutes, get a little moisture. What is happening with this face? dry face, hate it. And he's like, okay, what do we go back to my house and smoke a joint? I'm like, magic word, joint. <laughs> okay, let's go. So, he gets to his house, and he's like, I'm in the basement. I'm like, oh, I don't want this out this. So I'm following him, he's like, let's go to the dungeon. I'm like, why am I following this man to my death right now? Like, I'm fucking scrolling, what's happening? So we get downstairs, and a um, bunch of doors. All the doors have padlocks on the inside and the out. I'm like, I'm dying. This is the end of my life. Goodbye, world. Why am I doing this right now? So I walk in the room, disgusting. Uh, bed in the middle, thank God there's a bed. Uh, every sh- corner of the bed, the fitted sheet is like rolled up, and there's these gross, oh. weird pink cookies. I'm like, pink cookies? Yes, like solid pink wafers. Ugh. Sprinkled around, I'm like, I'm an adult, what am I doing here? So I smoke a joint, I'm like, I-, I need to leave. And then we start making out. Um, <laughs> There's no real kids. Like, yeah. I'm like, what the hell? A couple of beavers going at it. Um, so we're teeth on teeth, and I'm like, this sucks. And then he, so we're like, we're like three minutes in, fully clothed, and uh, he does the uh, the old chokeroonie. Yeah, exactly. What? Usually, if I get choked, I'm like, choke me now, and I'm naked, and it's like 45 minutes in. But this is fully clothed, staring at him. So I'm like, are you stupid now? So I'm like, <laughs> I've never choked a person before. Turns out I like choking people. <laughs> He's choking me. Yeah. So I'm getting into it. So I bring the second hand up. So now I'm like double choking. I'm going to kill this guy. He's on murder day right now. Here we go. Like he's going down. But he's like getting into it. So he's like taking his shirt off. I'm like, oh, he likes to choke. <laughs> so I'm still going. Takes his top off. Then I see this large thing. Not a thing. I see this thing. And I go, what is that? I look down. His belly button. Have you ever seen it? Presenting it like he's bringing like a bag of carrots and the fuck he's doing. Flopping him on after he's fucking the groceries. He flops the dick out and I'm like, stinks. So I'm like, yeah, I know. Obviously. So I'm like, time to go. We've gone too far. I should have loved the belly button. I should have left. I should have left myself the whole damn basement for fuck's sake. I have a problem. So now I'm like, I don't know. I'm an adult woman. Uh, so I decided to fake an anxiety attack. I don't know exactly what this looked like, so I just did this. <laughs> and literally ran around his room for 15 minutes like a fucking Muppet. Like, what are you doing right now? So I'm so stoned, too. So I'm putting my boots and trying to leave. I'm like, finally. 
door ready to leave, and then I notice that he has a fucking Etch-a-Sketch at his front door, and I'm like, okay, when's the last time I played with one of these? spelled out by in big letters and put it on his thing and his point didn't walk out and didn't blend for a long time. I was like, dick, boys. That's that was it i hope you guys had a good time i hope you enjoyed this special edition of questionable at best we can do it again if you want why don't you give me feedback hit me up with some feedback did you like it um email me at dm at nomoreradio.com i'm there i'll read your emails i'll answer your emails i love hearing from you guys and once again let's thank everybody who makes this possible you guys Patrick World. He does so many great theme music things for us. Mike Carozza, he did the intro and outro music. Paula Flalo, he is the producer. And me, I'm Deanne Smith. Oh my gosh, if you love the podcast, why don't you head over to iTunes? Chuck a five-star rating on it. I would appreciate that. And as always, feel free to follow Quest at Best at Twitter.com. We're in the Trip Ditch, guys. We did it. We are over Trip Ditch. And I would love to see you guys over there. Okay, I will see you next week. Bye.